0: Uh so this is episode two of the of my I guess a personal podcast I'm doing for I mean I'm mainly doing it for myself but also I'm hoping that you gain a bit of out of it out of it as well. Basically the short story and I introduced this in the first episode is that you know during COVID I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and you know there's a lot of you know topics but I was thinking about something more like you know introspective where like I would just interview people I know throughout my life and maybe just have a different type of conversation. And then, you know, at some point in the future, whether that's a year from now, two years from now, you know, we can re-listen to this episode uh, in, in another like follow up. And uh, that's pretty much it. So I'm I'm ready to start. The format is pretty simple. It's like, I have uh, questions that are actually catered towards uh, the person I'm interviewing and then there is there'll be a part where if you want to ask me anything, we can go, you can, we can go from there and then there'll be a wrap up question and, and that's pretty much it. How's that sound?
1: Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. Cool.
0: Uh, okay. So to start off, like, I'm kind of, I'm curious to know, like, if you could teach the world one concept, what would it be and why?
1: Uh, okay, so if I were to teach the world one concept. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so, I mean, <laughs> man, right off the bat, you, you gave me a tough question. You know? <laughs> yeah, these, these are
0: tough head-hitters. <laughs> it's okay, you uh, can right, take a moment to think about it. There's no, like, rush.
1: Yeah, let me think about it. Um, okay. Yeah. I think I got something. Um, yeah, probably, uh, teach, uh, the world respect, I guess, uh, because like, um, seeing the world, um, there are so many, uh, conflicts around the world. Right. So like, I think, um, we are all very different species or in, not species, but like individuals. Um, and I think, um, we, we should learn to respect one another more, more so than ever, because, uh, as you can see, like from the COVID, um, you see a lot of like, uh, Asian hate and other, other things, right? Like, um, maybe like, uh, different so- social injustices around the world, um, like wars going on. You think like by now, uh, 2022, uh, we do have less of those, right? So I think, um, yeah, like in the Middle East, like uh, just just because like you're from a different tribe or something. Um, I, I think if we can try to better understand, tr- just try to understand. We don't have to agree with everything that another group is. Um, like their beliefs could be completely different from ours. And I think if we just um, learn to respect one another more, then I think the world would be a better place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a, that's a,
1: it's kind of cliche uh, what I, what I've said, I guess, but um, I think,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. So just to dig a little deeper, yeah. it seems like you're talking about respect on a macro level, right? Amongst different groups, amongst different people, which is very valid, yeah. right? A lot of conflict arises because we don't understand the perspective of the other person, right. Or why they are, why they're doing certain things. Right. But to take it on a micro level, I guess in your own life, where do you think, what do you think respect is lacking? You know, is it amongst friends? Is it amongst peers or is it just like things you see? Like, I'm curious, like, is there things that you see in your own community, in your own like where you live and where you work that you think there could be, you know, like you said, more empathy, like a greater respect amongst people? Or is it just a macro level, you know, like you said, like uh, Stop Asian Hate, BLM? Uh, different cultures and experiences because i think you can view respect in both a macro level and a like a, a micro level
1: yeah yeah um yeah so so what i just said uh it's more on the macro level so on the micro level um on a more micro level, I think, um, uh, yeah, let me think about it. Yeah. Sure. Okay, maybe like on a micro level i don't see too much signs of disrespect but um um maybe um like more more so like uh, people are not uh i guess like even if you see that they are your friends i think like they just try to avoid conflicts most of the time like they, they don't try to be too confrontational um i guess and um like sometimes like people should be just more be be more truthful i guess um i think that's one way of looking at it but uh that kind of i'm kind of going off tangent it's not really about respect anymore um yeah
0: that's fair uh, enough I, go, oh, go, ahead, go ahead. yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah just uh, say, like
0: we can yeah, jump just, to my next question yeah it's all good yeah yeah Yeah. So this, the second question I have, so I only have four total. And then obviously you, you have an opportunity to ask me anything you want, but, um, so number two is just what's something you're proud of that you don't usually uh, get to share with people.
1: Um, Uh, okay. Something that I'm proud of that I don't get to share with people.
0: Yeah. I guess the, the the intuitive version of this question is like, what's something that you're proud of that you think you don't get enough credit for, you know, that's the same way of asking that
1: question. Um, I guess like, uh, like, uh, like being more fit, I guess, like, uh, like I'm on this fitness journey where, um, I try to, uh, lift three times a week, uh, try to get faster on my mile time. Um, that's some of my goals currently. So I think, um, people, people just see what is on the surface most of the time. So, um, when I'm working hard, like uh, pushing myself in the gym, uh, people don't really see that. They think, oh, this guy just um, is fit. I mean, like, I'm not too fit. I mean, but like, they, they just see, uh, oh, this guy is uh, pretty fit. I know, like, um, he, but like, he, they don't really see the hard work that gets put in behind the scenes. Um, I think that applies for all aspects of life. Um, and I, I think um, people don't really like understand the concept of uh, just doing it, right? Like uh the, the concept of um just get getting up off, off your ass and just uh, go for that run even though you don't feel like it. Like do you really feel like um when I'm lifting weights? I, I mean I do enjoy the, the progress of it but but like on on most of the days like I, I'm tired too. I'm I'm exhausted but like um it's just that little mental push that gets you in the gym. I think that's uh, one key step of success. So um, I think um, people don't get to see that often. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I I get your point. It's like that, like working hard in silence, right? Like you're not yeah. somebody that's like bragging about like, oh, like you know, look at all the like all the sessions, all the runs I'm doing. Yeah, and you're and you're not flexing that stuff. And like you said, that's that's a good example with the fitness. But like it's the same thing as somebody who is, you know, studying for their let's say their MCAT around the clock, right? But they're just not sharing that. They're just saying that they're just studying, right? Yeah, I think there's something yeah. to that, right? There's people who, who work hard, but really to show off and to like you know brag and maybe like get their bosses to or peers to recognize. And there's people who work hard because they want to work hard, like you, you were just saying. Yeah, and, and, and the reason I ask this question is because I think often we don't give ourselves enough credit for the things that we do, you know, that don't just are not under the limelight, right? People, like you said, they see the surface, right? They see the outcome, they see all the stuff that, like, you have done, all the progress you have made, but not the, the work that you put in and, and, you know, like you said, the mental fortitude to get that far, right?
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's much to elaborate there, unless you have another point. So I can move on to my next question. Um, or is there other stuff that you want to share? It's, this is, like I said, it's it's your platform.
1: It's my platform. Okay, not not your platform. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's my like platform in the sense like I created the structure. But th- oh. you, I'll be like I. I think I said in my first interview with my sister that like I learned as much from you, then you, maybe you learn from the questions I pose, you know, like your answers are very like, that's something like, you know, we don't normally talk about, which is why I'm doing this too. So if you have any other, like, i said I said one thing, but if there's other things, feel free to, you know, elaborate on that, but I have another one queued up. So.
1: Um, yeah, maybe we can move on to the next one and then we can revisit if, if I have any other thoughts. Sure.
0: Um, so this third one I took from uh, the one that my sister asked me that I thought was really good. Yeah. In, your opi- in your opinion, what are the three most important a- attributes a person could have?
1: Oh, uh, Okay, the three most important attributes. Okay, yeah, maybe, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I've come up with three attributes, but, um, I mean, they could change, like, like you know, like how my thought process now uh, could change later down the line. Um.
0: That's fair, yeah, and like I said, this will not be the, hopefully not the only interview, so that's, this is part of the beauty of this format I'm doing, is that, like, you can definitely change your mind, and, you know, the topics might be different next time anyway, so, but yeah, go ahead.
1: Um, probably confidence, uh, that's one, um, second one would be, oh, okay, yeah, second one would be dignity, and then third one would be probably, uh, I'd say respect, yeah. So we've talked about respect.
0: I think I get what you mean by confidence. I'm I'm, I'm very intrigued by the answer, dignity. What does dignity mean to you? And what what, what do you look for in other people that would exemplify dignity? Do I have other follow-up questions? Because that's an interesting one. But go ahead.
1: Um, yeah, so like, uh, I mean, like uh, nowadays, like we are invested with social media, um, like different people just like, you see all these so-called influencers are just um, showing off what, what like other people want to see, um or not even influencers uh as well, just like a normal average Joe. They just try to show off all their highlights uh on social media for everyone else to see. Um they are yeah plastering uh over the internet um to just yeah show off their lifestyle and um I think um in that regard uh they are not really uh they don't have like a lot of people don't have uh like I guess like they are they don't have shame to post on their internet like um show off a lifestyle that they aren't really um are living right like they are living a a fake lifestyle you could say um and that comes a lot with dignity uh like just like I think it goes in hand in hand with um just self respect and I think um in this generation, I think a lot of people are kind of losing that um because people just don't care uh they don't have any any um care about uh like w- what could be like uh de- later down the line, or like if their kids see their- them posting about like images of them, or like showing them half naked, like they they don't care, like including females, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, just tr- yeah, just the, yeah, like but- the gist of it, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, no, I'm to help. Like, I'm, correct if I'm wrong, but like to you, dignity means like a self-respect of like who you are as a person, not trying to be something you're not, but also having enough perspective to know that like, eventually, we'll all get old, we'll all look like prunes. And like, are you Are you gonna be proud that you're you know, uh, I don't know, I'm gonna try to do an example, you're at Ibiza popping, you know, Molly, right? Like, yeah. um, And like, and like, being like, I think to you dignity also, Correct me if I'm wrong, but from the what I'm getting from you is that like, dignity also means having understanding that like you're a role model to like your own kids, but also to your community and to your peers. And like, do role models do the things that, like you said, society is perpetuating?
1: Yeah. Um, so people nowadays, uh, I think like, they they just do anything for fame. Um, I, I don't know. if Okay maybe that that's not like the attribute I guess because um so so you, you, like okay like let's say like you you want to meet a a significant other and like um you hope that she has uh self-respect and like um has uh moral grounds to a certain extent and i think dignity is um something um you do behind closed doors, right? Like, like what you say outside to other people is exactly what you act upon behind closed doors. I, I think um that's part of the definition of dignity is... Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, like, you, like it's that old cliche, right? Like, do your words follow your actions,
1: right? Or do your actions yeah, follow yeah. your words? Yeah. yeah. That's fair um, enough. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like a Cliche, uh, I mean, like attribute. I, I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people uh, would want someone that is um, is something um, who who's um, what I've mentioned. I, I think um, I, I don't know how to elaborate on that.
0: No, I, yeah. I I I think I get it. I mean, to you, it does matter the character of the person, how they conduct themselves, what they say, and and how they behave. Um, and I think yeah. that's completely fair. Um, I yeah, that, have one of, Oh, go
1: ahead. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean about um, dignity. I, I guess um, it's uh, about the character of the person. Um, but I, I don't know if uh, character is an attribute. Uh, I guess um, it, it kind of is, yeah.
0: It's like an adjective, right? Like, you're just... It's like a... I guess it's... I Dignity is definitely an attribute, but character is probably a way to describe somebody. But... And so yeah. I only have one other follow-up question on this. Uh, this question is: Is there anybody in your own life that you think exemplifies these three? Att- like, basically, a role model of these three attributes, in your opinion? And it's okay to say no. Like, it's maybe it's like I said, it's just you haven't met those kind of people yet, or you don't know who does, who has all three. But I'm just curious as a follow-up: Is there is there is anybody in your own life that um, you think you know uh, it represents these three things to the best of
1: you know, this is the best you've seen, you know. Um, I don't think so. I mean, uh, because. I mean, I'm not really out there like like meeting a bunch of people, uh, but I think. It's tough to say because. uh even like your closest friends, I think they are sometimes kind of like, um, are not always real with you. Like they, they have some, Oh, they, they might say, Oh, you look good today. Or like, Oh, nice shirt, or whatever. Like, um, like just like white lies or compliments that don't mean much. Um, I mean, does that count towards their character? I don't know. Um, because it's tough to say, or I'm not a mind reader on on what they are thinking. Um, but I, I think for the most part, what um, were the other attributes I said? I said confidence, right? You said Sorry.
0: confidence, dignity, and respect. And look, I, I, I to me, it's a valid thing to say, like, I don't think, you know, I don't know anybody. Like I know people who are closer than others, but, ideals are ideals, right? There's a reason why they're, you know, they're bigger than, you know, uh, are, you know, bigger than us, you know? So I I think it's fair to say that as well, you know? Um, So, you know, it is tough. I mean, your three are very tough, right? To have dignity, confidence, and respect. I mean, you look, including myself, I think we all have, you know, we all make mistakes. We're all fallible, right? But yeah, You know, it's those rare individuals that would stick out. That's why if it's not like if it doesn't come to you like quickly, I usually think the answer is no. Right.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, um, I, I mean, confident. Uh, you could be confident in one aspect of things, uh, but could be completely not confident in another respect. Um, and about. Uh, OK, respect. It's it's kind of like a, a vague term, I think. Um, so respect. I mean, so a lot of different subjects, like people are really vulnerable. They they don't want to speak on it too much. Like they don't want to be too controversial. You could say, uh, um, like like even uh, about. The recent like pandemic uh, COVID situation, whether like sh- people should have vaccinated or not, um, is a controversial topic. So-called uh, for some people, and um, uh, I-, I don't know if it's really respect if they don't want to speak on it and they don't want to offend someone. Uh, I-, I think they are just trying to avoid any. Uh, situations where it might get confrontational, uh any sort of arguments really. Uh so I, I don't know if that is uh part of the respect or just um they are trying to avoid a situation altogether. Um so I mean like for the most part people are respectful but like you don't you don't know for a fact if they are just um ignorant or Or they don't want to speak on a subject, I guess. Uh, I I don't know. It's kind of like a convoluted reply answer for that. Yeah, the
0: respect one is fuzzy. But going back to confidence, you said that, you know, you could be, I think you have a good point there. You could be confident in one domain and not another. So to you, confidence means confidence in, in in every aspect then.
1: um okay like confidence uh I, I think i'd say like um yeah i mean overall i i, I wouldn't like just kind of like specify a specific domain just overall if that person comes off as confident or not like uh so so like okay let's say like you're looking for a partner and um like would you have a person that is confident or not too confident uh, in themselves. I mean, like overall they could be not confident, but then uh, let's say uh, at work they are really extraordinary in their subject, in their field. She could come off as confident, right? Uh, But then let's say you're seeing someone, you're dating her and that person as a whole You might, uh, it's kind of like an instinct. Like you could tell right off the bat, oh, maybe this person is not too confident in herself. I I don't know. Maybe, uh, like, like weight problems or, or what, uh, acne or I I don't know. Like, I'm just throwing things out there, but, uh, pretty much just like, um, just like, um, you can tell. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I I don't know if that makes sense. Uh,
0: I, I, I think I, I, I get the I get the juice. I mean, luckily, we're not we're not having this to a wider audience. So but I, it makes sense to me. Um, oh. All right, so we're in the section where you don't have to but I, I, I like to give um, you the interviewee a chance to ask me any questions you want. Um, so if you have any that you've always want to ask me or just something that just came to your mind during this conversation, go right ahead. Um, but if you have no questions, We go to the last question and then we do some wrap up steps and that's pain and easy, painful, wait, not painful, easy, easy and not painful.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, any questions? Uh, okay. So, Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have a tough one. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So how, how did you feel like, um, let's say, um, how did you feel when you were growing up? Uh, your parents were divorced, right? So, um, like, did you feel anything, um, yeah. Like the relationship and like, how, how, how did you see it um, when you were growing up? Yeah.
0: Damn, a tough one, but I'm going to, you know, we've been friends a long time. So I'll definitely, you no, know, no, uh, I'll be, you know, very vulnerable here. Um, I think when I look back at my parents' divorce, I think first it was, I didn't understand it. Right. Cause nobody really talked to me about it. I just saw that, you know, on the weekends I visited my dad and then, um, and this is back in California before my dad moved to New York. And then at the weekdays, I would be with my mom. Um, as I got older and more self-aware, and I started realizing that I only saw my dad, like, part of the year. Because what ended up happening was I went from weekends to when he moved to New York, and it ended up being only the summer. And then um, then he moved back to California. Then it was, like, you know, once a month. Like, it was always just never consistent. Um, you know, when I was younger, especially in my I would say my pre my teens, so middle school and high school days, I, I struggled with understanding like why didn't my dad wanna be more involved in my life. Um but as I became older, like in my mid twenties to late twenties, uh, um, what finally one of the things that hit me was that when I was eight years old, so like I'm twenty nine now, right? So when I was like seven or eight years old, my dad was twenty nine. And so I was able to kind of view it from that perspective is that like, you know, if I'm in my, you know, let's say late twenties and I had a kid, how do you balance your life goals and ambitions with being a father? And, you know, the honest truth is that I I can't even really demonize my dad because he clearly chose, um, uh, you know, to have his career, to have his life ambitions versus being a parent. And I think that it always affected me. I think that's why I always kind of like was never, I never tried like dating like, you know, in my like in college too much or even like right at when I got like my first job because like I knew I wanted to focus on my career and that like, you know, I, when I feel like I'm ready to be a, cause I think to be a parent, to be a, a husband or boyfriend, I think it is like a responsibility. Like you were saying around, like around dignity and self-respect like I know a lot of people, they just throw relationships out the window. But, you know, when you have like a marriage, when you have a kid, things get serious. And I think for my parents, they were just either too naive or just they didn't think it through. Um, because, you know, I was pretty raised by my mom. And like, you know, that was just difficult because she was a young mom in her you know early 20s, you know? And so you can only imagine, right? Like, it's funny, well, I'd say, I say, I used the it's funny adage, but like, it's not that funny, but like, what helped me understand my mom was that when I was 20, 21, we were still in college. It crossed my mind that like my mom had me when she was this age. And then how I came full circle with my dad was my dad was 27, 28 when I was like five or six, you know, I have early memories of this. And like, I can't imagine having a kid, I can't imagine having a five-year-old kid right now. Right. I don't, I don't think I would be able to be the, the, the best father or the best, uh, um, in, like, let's say employee or, you know, software engineer, I'm gonna use that term. And and that's just like my, my how I, I view it. I think even when I think about it now, I think about how like I am, you know, like almost truly Americanized because, uh, you know, I'm also disconnected slightly from my Vietnamese heritage and my Mexican heritage. So really like I have influences but I'll never go to a Vietnamese community center and feel like I belong. And I'll never go to a Mexican community center and feel like I belong because I have this, it's a trade off, right? For as much as I have a lot of diversity, like in my own upbringing and like my own perspective, which has helped me, I think, relate to many different people that I've met through my life. The downside has been like, I can never say, you know what, This, these are, you know, this is my like, you know, community, you know? And so it's been kind of like, you know, like, I'm, I'm very, I would say, like, almost a very Americanized, like, I feel more comfortable in my American identity than my Asian American identity or my Mexican American identity. And that's just speaking on a cultural level. But I, like I said, about the divorce, about how growing up, it definitely affected how I view marriage, how I view relationships, how I view responsibility, like parenthood. And I think that has stuck with me and it still sticks with me. I think now that I'm, I feel like I'm more ready to be, you know, a partner of maybe a father someday, you know, those things will always like, they will affect my decisions the rest of my life, you know? And I know my, for my kids it probably will never, but you know, I think I, I when I was younger, I thought it was, you know, frustrating, but it all, it's given me perspective. Like going back to your earlier point about dignity, yeah, it was difficult, but like I thought about parenthood, fatherhood a lot earlier than I think a lot of people I grew up with. And yeah, it might be affecting my, you know, personal like youth, but I feel like I'm much more prepared now to be a parent or a husband because I had to think about those things when I was a teenager and like a young, a uh, young college kid. And, um, and I feel like I, I, it's, it's just like, you know, like, you know, like I have stuff to do work and I still got to, you know, keep working hard and improving. But, you know, most people don't think about things like that. Right. They just like, they fall in love and they just like, you know, you know, have date for three years and have kids. And then they just figure it out as they go where, you know, I, I, I saw firsthand when you don't approach it the right way mentally, how it can, you can affect your child or how you can just, you know, do a, like a imperfect job or half half you know, like not the best quality, uh, the, you know foot forward so i i gave a long rant but i i assume that's the kind of answer you wanted to hear
1: no no that, that was a yeah good answer yeah yeah
0: any any follow-ups on that any other ones and then
1: uh any follow-ups i um
0: because i said a lot i just just want to make sure you you know you got all the answers you wanted
1: Uh no that was good I think like I, I've always wondered uh, what it was like um, being part of two different cultures you know like um, being a mixed person um yeah I, I always thought um yeah like you you don't have the um you don't feel like you belong um in either cultures I guess because like you grew up more Americanized you could say um I mean that happens with a lot of mixed children in America but um. Some some kids are more more uh, closely tied to their culture because their family instilled the um, the different cultures. But uh, in your case, it's a little bit different. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, it it is a bit different. Like, I would definitely say like my Mexican heritage is a bit stronger just because of my mother's input. But even then, like you know, I have ha- I like, so, you know, I have half siblings you know, like I, I there was always going to be a, a wall. So like if my mom had married like a Mexican, like her second marriage, I probably would tell you something different. I'd probably tell you like, yeah, I feel, you know, 80% Mexican American, but because I have half siblings, it's a very unique configuration, you know? Um, yeah. but yeah, that's a good question so far. I mean, it's only been two episodes. That's been the best question I've I've received. So <laughs> we have, we, yeah. we have the last, we have the last question and then some wrap up stuff and then that's, I told you this would be kind of short. It wouldn't be too long. So, yeah, so, Alex, so I'm curious, like, um, if, we, if we, we ran the clock to an 18-year-old version of yourself, what would be, like, the advice or, or what would you tell that person, like, that version of you? Like, what do you wish they knew that you've learned in your life or, or just in general? If you just – you were able to, like, you know, we're in a, the twilight zone and you saw 18-year-old version of yourself, what would you want to tell him? It could be anything, Uh,
1: you know, the floor is yours. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just uh, just fucking do it, you know, like uh, do everything. Um, I mean, um, you know, like Nike, uh, I mean, I don't know when they started their brand, but like uh, their motto is just do it, right? So with a lot of things in life, um, obviously you can't just do it like literally for anything. Like uh, you might get into some trouble. In that respect, uh but then like what I mean by just do it is um like i like we as humans tend to overthink a lot, so like I think um okay, let's say like you see a see a a girl that you're you have a crush on um are you gonna do it like talk to her or are you just gonna stand around like an awkward guy right so I mean that's one example um just do it like uh, I mean just go out more or like just reach out to people. Uh, Maybe you met in your class, you want to hang out, but you don't know like how to form that friendship. And, um, or the other way around, like I've had instances where um, people may have asked me out uh, just to hang out. Like, uh, but I I always always had that back in the back of my mind. I didn't want to hang out or like um, I rejected them basically. So I think, being more open to do do doing things, uh, I think uh, that would be the best advice I would give myself. Um, because nowadays in in the workforce, uh, that that's basically my life right now. Just uh, work, work out. Uh, I don't even go out that much. So um, like the time constraints uh, we have now is much higher. I think, um, compared to my college days. So I think that might be my biggest regret, not doing more things. Yeah. I see.
0: There's a couple of things I want to touch upon there. One is, I see what you're saying. Like, you know, we tend to, I, I think I'm in this category too. You tend to overthink or, you know, you always think like, oh, there'll always be next time. And, and you're saying that you would tell a young version of yourself, like, you want to maintain your self-respect, don't get, like, you know, pushed around or do things you don't want to do, but be open to new experiences and new, even if you're a little bit uncomfortable, because you just don't know what's what could happen, right, positively in your own life.
1: Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. I mean, like... Um, yeah, yeah, by, by doing it um, as in yeah just be open to new experiences um I feel like um like back then i was um i stayed in too much you know like i, I didn't go out as as often as I would like um meeting people i think that that is the regret i have um even now, like now I'm telling you this um I'm not really doing much different, but like i said uh because we we are adults now, we work in nine to six. We don't have as much time as before. So even now, like we have to consider our time management even more in order to to do the things we want to do and also just uh, tr- um, trying something new. You know, uh, meeting people, uh, meeting females. Uh, so I, I think. Um, I'm not like I, I didn't mean to tie in any kind of self-respect in that regard is not what I meant, uh, but more obviously you don't want to be like a, like sell yourself or, or uh, be a stripper or something or or do something ridiculous uh, for the sake of just trying something new. It's not what I mean, uh, but mm-hmm. more so just meeting people, um, be open to friendships, things like that.
0: I think that's a good point because, like you said, like as as we've both entered adulthood, you know, I I think unless you like, you know, put an effort to do some stuff that's different, um, it's it's tough in general to just meet new people without like, you know, an an organic um, outlet, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult. Like you said, like it's just work and then like, you know, you have your own network already, right? Because you already have your own social friends, right? So it's like, it's hard to branch out sometimes. So yeah, I see your point. And I think that's fair. And uh, I do a pre- that's a pretty good answer. So yeah, yeah so
1: um, yeah, mo- mo- yeah, mo- yeah, yeah, most of it, like you said, yeah, it's effort, right? Um, I-, I think I did not put in enough effort back then. Yeah.
0: Well, that's always... So yeah, it's, you know, but you can always take that forward yourself. So yeah, so the, the wrap-up steps are pretty, it's, I say this, I like, think there's only two episodes, but it's, I will, I'll keep repeating it so that, you know, we, we have it ironclad. But basically, like, yeah, like, there'll be at some point, probably a year or two from now where you'll, you I'll ask you to do something like this again, there'll be probably different questions. But one obviously to start, it's it's going to be like you know, did you listen to your you know your other interview and what did you think about that? Because I think one thing I'm trying to catalog is like how, like you, you said earlier with your um your three attributes for people, like how our thoughts and opinions change over time, right? Like honestly, like you know, if you think about it, like I'm curious, like maybe maybe this I'll sneak in one other question, like what what do you think in eight would an eighteen-year-old version of yourself be surprised of your current version of who you are right now, or did did you see that? Did you foresee that, or is it been a complete? Your life has been a complete surprise to you in many ways.
1: Uh, okay, so that's the question.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Sorry, I just I, this is off the cuff. It's Just you gave a really good answer to the other one, and it got me thinking about how like, what if we flipped it? Right, would an eight, what, would an eighteen-year-old version be surprised of who you are today? Um, and, and, and yeah, so basically that, yeah, it, yeah, it's a question. We'll end it with that question.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So like, so pretend I'm 18, right. And like, um, would I have foreseen what is me now basically? Or, or
0: maybe would they be very specific? Like what things would have, if you were like, cause you know, I mean, you remember an 18 year old version of yourself, like what, what aspects of who you are today would have surprised that Alex and what stuff would he have not, would not like he would not have been surprised about.
1: Okay. Okay, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, Sure, take your time.
0: Sorry, we'll end it with this and then like, I'll do the editing and you know, you can always listen back when we do it like the next time.
1: Sure, yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, that, that's a long time, right? So I, right now I'm 30, and uh, back then I was 18. Uh, so 12 years apart. I do think, um, yeah, I've made some strides in progress, uh, improvements. Um, but I wouldn't say as a whole, like, I changed a whole lot. Um, I think. What would surprise me would be like, uh, like right now I work in tech support, and I think. Like, growing up, I, I don't think um I, I – I wasn't, like, very sociable. Uh, I mean, like, um I mean, even – okay, even though, like, yes, like, you need a paycheck. Uh, so, like, you are working tech support, even though, like, you might not like it. You, you have to go through the struggles in order to, um, like, complete your responsibilities and, and get that paycheck. So, I think um, – sometimes people are obligated to do certain things, even though they might not enjoy it. Um, Because in tech support, you have to be empathetic. Uh, You got to be, besides the social aspect of it, you got to be analytical with your technical skills. Um, So it's like a combination of things, um, I think, uh, I mean, this is like doing tech support is different from, let's say, uh, going on the public stage and, and presenting, right? Uh, but I think still talking to customers, I don't think I would have imagined myself doing such a thing. I, I think um, it, it's something that I'm um, I should be more proud of I give myself more credit for because it's something that is not easy to do. So I think that might be something, um, uh, yeah, something, um, that surprise would have surprised me back then. I see. Uh, yeah. I
0: mean, I yeah. You're right. 18, uh, 12 years is a long time. I mean, but it's like, I pick it because like there was, you know, that's that big transition in life, right? High school to college. And like, now, like you said, like, as you enter your thirties, like you can look back with some perspective and, you know, there's always going to be things that surprise you about yourself and also things that you're like, oh no, that, you know, I could have guessed that, you know, know, I'm just, you know, spitballing here, but like, um, but like, it's, I think that's with everybody.
1: Um, Uh, So yeah, that's, go, go ahead. Um okay so that is a, a surprise uh, I think you want to get the other part too right uh yeah, just yeah. like what what like
0: yeah what what hasn't surprised you
1: what hasn't surprised me um I think um like the fitness part of it I think um I'm more mentally sharp now like with the fitness thing um even though I've been on and off, I wasn't, I mean, like, I wasn't, like, a freaking um, genetic freak or whatever. But, like, I think now I'm more mentally sharp. Like, for example, I'm trying to beat that mile time. I think um, it takes a lot of discipline to get past that um, past that struggle of um, just getting out of your house and, and just go for that mile run. I think, uh, that mental aspect of it, uh, I think it's, um, it's not too surprising because I've been always, you could say fit, um, yeah, so, but it's just more sharp now because, uh, I've grown, I've matured, uh, and I think I can apply it to any aspects of my life, um. By just pushing through i think uh it's a very important uh important thing to have is to 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 like uh push yourself i think in in the gym you can apply that to anything in life Um, just push a little bit more is what i'm going for yeah i see yeah
0: cool yeah i guess i snuck in a little extra question but um
1: yeah yeah
0: but that's pretty much it, I, we're pretty, we're done. Uh, you know, in the future, we'll do this at some point. You know, I encourage you to listen back at that point and then think, you know, reflect on it and then it'll be another, it'll be another step. I'm also excited to see how this evolves because I imagine everybody's life will be in a different part again, you know, and, you know, in two years or so.
1: And, yeah.
0: you know, it's, you know, and thanks for participating in this process uh and so i hope you got a little bit out of it as well but yeah that's pretty much it that concludes the episode and you know take care and uh you know i hope you have a
1: a good week cool yep yeah you too thanks thanks for having me yep